to K-Wave 6 Radio, your show for all things positive. Here's your host, Kirk Spencer. Hello and welcome to K-Wave 6 Radio. I'm going to start this with an apology because last week we were supposed to have a podcast ready for you, which was going to be... Manipulations and Responsibilities Part 2 and Troy Matheson and I had actually done the recording uh, but we found afterwards my microphone was not working correctly at the time so we had to ditch it and we went for or were going to go for a recording of this particular show. Also since then uh, shortly after I had spoken with Troy on Friday about an hour later we went without uh, internet or shall I just say the internet failed on us so we didn't get a chance to do any more recording here and we have not been able to access anything by the internet here Uh, that is supposedly shortly to be uh, remedied so Let's get on with the rest of our announcements here, which is we do have an updated homepage, something completed before the internet crashed. Um, So if you'll check on our homepage, we have redesigned it a little bit and we've made it a lot more easier to read and to follow along with things. We've also got a new podcast player, which is TuneIn. Now, the only difference with TuneIn is very nice player, love it to death. The only difference here is that when we we'll upload a podcast show, we usually have an hour to wait before all of the other podcast players there pick up uh, from the RSS feed. Uh, TuneIn actually only updates their podcast from wherever they source it from once a day and that's at midnight pacific time so if we're uploading something and you find that it uh, is not there just wait for the next day and it will be there um let's see we also have added another uh it's not a podcast player you'll see it under the podcast section on our home page but it's called juice and it is a device to help actually an application to help those who enjoy podcasting to enjoy their podcasting uh, listening a lot better. It's free service and uh, even though I don't use it because I don't use a smartphone uh, it looks to be very very nice so we threw it on there and uh, see what you think of it. Let's see we also are going to ask that you join us on our Facebook page Uh, we have opened that has been open for quite a while actually you can post uh, comments whatever that you're wanting to do there we have a new editor and contributor to the Facebook page my dear friend Kay Balfour Um, she is the one who's doing most of the posting there right now and uh, she will be moderating uh, whatever comes up and uh, I think you'll enjoy even talking with her she's a very nice woman Um, the next thing we want to bring out just in case you haven't heard by now (coughs) Stash my co-host and dear friend and brother from another mother uh, as we (laughs) call each other 
Uh, Stash last week was moved from ICU after being there a little over 15 days to regular unit. I haven't spoken to him recently, so I don't know if he's still in the hospital or if he's been sent home just yet. But um, just from the news that I already have, he has been moved from ICU and he's doing better. Now, if you missed our live show on this past Wednesday, the 17th of February, on Blog Talk Radio, titled uh, Introducing Global Sovereign Alliance, we highly suggest that you listen to this show. If you're an organization or just an individual that wants to ally yourself with people that are like-minded to make the world a better place, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to work with people, to find ideas, whatever it is that you really want to do, this is an organization that is only here to bring people together to make this world a better place to be, to be, to live in, uh, etc. So it's not some place where you're just going to find somebody says, here, you do this, you do that. No, if you have ideas, suggestions, or just questions on how to do it, you can find some people that have ideas that are doing something and you find something that you're, uh, that you enjoy doing, then work with them or take your, take the ideas that others are doing and, do something to make this world a better place. That's all we're really asking here. Uh, so listen to that show, Blog Talk Radio, uh, Wednesday the 17th of February. You'll find it there. Uh, you can just type in K-Wave 6 Radio and you'll find it from doing that or Freedom Talk Radio. Uh, Freedom Talk Radio Scotland is what it really comes under. So go check it out from there. Now, here's something I usually don't do, but here's an announcement that will actually benefit everyone. Ben Davidson of Suspicious Observers and Dr. Kongpak Uyen of NASA have partnered together to create an app to announce the high possibility of natural disasters. If you've been watching their shows, uh, actually Ben Davidson shows Suspicious Observers on YouTube. He does a daily uh, five minute, guess you could call it a weather forecast, uh, originating from the solar system. In other words, not just what's going on in the Earth. Oh, we got a high pressure system here, we got a high, a low pressure system over there, we've got tornadoes over here, we got cyclones. No, this is showing how they get their information from the sun and what goes on with the sun and how it affects the earth and other cosmic, um, let's just say, uh, occurrences that happen and how it affects the earth. Now, their, uh, their app that they're working on, if you've been watching their, uh, or watching his videos on a daily basis, he's been showing you how uh, their monitoring of certain things that go on with the sun and how it directly affects the earth and um, it, they've predicted quite <laughs> quite strangely enough uh, they've predicted earthquakes and volcanoes within a couple of days or a day or something like that and 
after trial and error they've come up with a system which can uh, honestly predict with fairly decent accuracy uh, where and when something may happen so you might want to check this out uh, to uh, check out with the his website and to see the video on this go to triple w suspicious s-u-s-p-i-c-i-o-u-s observers dot org now observers is spelled with a zero b-s-e-r-s-e-r-v-e-r-s dot org so suspicious observers with a zero for observers dot org and you can see that at least the last time I saw the web page it was on the top of the page so with our last announcement um, please visit our website check out the new site uh, the new things we've put on there also please join our forum with your suggestions comments questions even start your own topic anything that can help us help the world to be a better place uh, is this is our plea to everyone to be a part of making the world a better place instead of just watching it um, decay around us and doing nothing because we would like for our children at least I would like for my children my grandchildren to have a better place to live now that being said we know what most of our problems are so I won't spend much time talking about the problems but I'd rather focus on some of the sources of our problems and some solutions that I'd like to apply, and I do, uh, to bring about the results that I want and or at least can accept. Now, last week I was speaking to one of my students' fathers, and we were talking about the radio show and what I do with it, and he is a professor at a graduate university here. Very intelligent guy, speaks English the whole bit. So it was very interesting to talk with him. So I was telling him about the show and he became very interested in it. And we were talking about some of the things that um, affect, if you will, our existence right now. And even he had to agree because his son, the one that I teach, is 11 years old and very intelligent kid very nice kid very quiet but i guess you kind of expect that from a 11 year old son of a university professor uh anyhow we were talking about things that children as well as adults have to deal with these days such as consumerism uh this i'm going to elaborate on in a little bit but things that we're always buying we have to have this we have to have that uh, we're looking at conformity and thinking in the box versus thinking out of the box what is it that people expect of us whether it be family whether it be friends whether it be just the community that we live in or other people that we're around on a daily basis what do they expect and how much do we give in to their expectations and not living a life that's uh, actually beneficial to us uh, as a whole or to us as a small group of people what are we doing that actually just makes us 
part of the problem instead of part of the solution. Why don't we stand boldly for what is right, even in the... Uh, even with society telling us that we shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be doing that. Uh, let's come back to that as well, because society is always telling us what we should be doing, so we try to accept our responsibilities uh, from a social media point of view, and I'm saying that in a broad sense, not just Facebook, but the media tells us how we should act. As we're talking about commercials, and we're talking about uh, newspapers, uh, the radio or television news, uh, or even talk shows that we like to watch. Uh, they have similar shows down here in Mexico, which are like the ones up in the United States. Uh, kind of Jerry Springer-ish, if you will, you know, oh, look at this person, and we watch them, we listen to them, and there's some people who say, well, yeah, I do that, and there's other people who go, oh, man, these people are crazy, they're nuts, so on and so forth, and there isn't anybody just out here saying, hey, here's a better way to live our lives. Why do we follow everybody else instead of being the leader? You know, we've expressed this expression here before. Be a voice, not an echo. And I'm going to come to that in a moment as well. But <clears throat> think about finding your place in the world. And coming back to this briefly, be the voice or a force, not an echo or a reflection. Stand up for what you believe is right. Something that's going to benefit not just you, but something that benefits everyone. I mean, after all, people, we do live here on the same planet. We just can't just get up and disappear and killing people. Well, that's not acceptable. That's one of those social norms that we should keep. Because if you're saying, yeah, we should go around killing everybody, well, how about if somebody decides, oh, we want to get rid of you? Uh, now you want to change the law for yourself? It doesn't work. So what's good for you is good for everyone else. So, you know, we have to live here. How do we do so with still allowing individuality? Now, older generations, my parents' generation, and even before then, these were people that just said that they wanted to give their children. I used to hear this as a child. We want to give you what we didn't have. And I used to retort back to my parents that what I wanted is what they had, which was a caring, living society that took care of them, cared for them, and listened to them instead of out working all the time just trying to get me things which the things I felt were empty. I, I can't say what these kids these days feel like because I just see their heads always buried into a smartphone as they're walking down the street. They have earplugs stuck in their ears. They don't hear anything. They don't talk to anybody. There's, there is no conversation unless you already know the person. There is no more what it was when I was a child was walking up to a stranger and saying hi and <clears throat> finding out what you have in common, making a friendship. This doesn't seem to be that way much anymore. Uh, unless this just put into situations such as what I see is just 
going to school or uh, if you're friends with somebody's family or something along those lines you just don't meet on the sidewalk anymore because uh, people have their ears filled with music or whatever they're listening to but here let's just go into uh, let's get back on the track of what our parents generations did now <laughs> I'm already a grandfather but then again I'm already 62 years old but uh, here's the thing that I'm looking at it now for my grandchildren my grandchild and how do I make a better world for that grandchild and if in the if there's any more coming I don't know um, we've become a society of consumers we want the latest cell phones we want the latest smartphone we want the latest tablets we want the latest iPods we want the latest of everything uh, even back in the 1950s we listened to commercials commercials telling us about what we need which was really what they wanted us to buy so their need was what they were creating we want you to buy this and this was the atomic age and there was even commercials out back then where they're showing a woman sitting down at a vanity and putting on makeup and talking about they had infused this particular makeup with a certain amount of radiation and how healthy it was for the wearer to wear this particular product with the radiation and people bought it where does the mind come in where does your free will come in where does your ability to reason come in do we accept what people are telling us or do we just oh yeah that's new everybody's wearing it everybody's got it I want some too you know my mother's my father's generation it was a very tough time they came through the depression they came through World War two it came through the 50s when ah the world opened up and says hey now you can go work you can go uh, we want to rebuild the country after World War two and oh yes we want to in you know, a part of the baby boomer baby boomer generation so it was yes we're back from the war let's have kids and let's build a better society but they're building a society on advertisements on things on oh look at the I mean if you look at some of the commercials from the 1950s you can find those literally on YouTube look at some of the commercials from the United States during the 50s and the 60s even the cigarette commercials back then and there was an increase in smoking there was an increase in drinking until the 60s and they finally just said well we're ruining our society so they quit doing this the cigarettes commercials and the hard liquor commercials you could do beer but you can't do anything else outside of that um, so there was that point in our history where everything was evolving around money and possessions and these possessions are going to make you happy now it's even come down into our current generation <coughs> excuse me people I know right here in Mexico they are 
building their lives around what we have. What can I give my child that I didn't have? As a matter of fact, one of the teachers I used to work with when I was teaching in the school systems down here, the one of the teachers says, yeah, some of these parents, they work all day long. They come home, they're tired. Now here in Mexico, there is no such thing as the eight-hour day. This is not something that uh, the United States has spread down here. Matter of fact, there are no such, such industries outside of uh, the police, military, and security forces down here that work a 24-hour shift. Okay, down here they work a daytime shift, usually last about 12 hours, and then they go home. That's it. It's still built around the family life, so that's one thing I really do enjoy, is you go to work, you work maybe all day, and you come home. But when you have both parents doing this, and they're sending their kid to school, and they don't take the time to do anything with the child, as the other teacher put it, is a Mexican teacher, she says, these parents turn around instead of giving their kids time, they give them the latest iPhone, they give them the latest tablet, they put them on the internet. So in other words, there isn't really any communication with their own children. It's, I have children, that's supposed to be acceptable. And I send them to a really great school. School will teach them <clears throat> everything they need to know. And when they come home, we'll cook for them. We'll give them their computer. Here, go play, go do this. I got to do this. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit and whatever the case may be. And they go on about their business. But it's like you've got two different generations living in the same house that communicate very little it's ridiculous but then again that's nothing new because kids in the United States have been doing that for generations <laughs> literally okay I was a, a latchkey kid okay <clears throat> so uh, then when the kids get older you're trying to figure out how come the kids don't listen to me how come the kids don't communicate with me you never built the foundation for communication with that child you gave them everything that you didn't have except for the one thing you did have, communication. You didn't establish anything that brings you and that child together. So, okay, this is what some of the problems is. This is the source of the problems, but people don't see that because it's just, oh, that's what I should do. That's what everybody else does. And <laughs> it is really strange nowadays to see parents and children actually loving to be around each other, especially as they get older. But, okay, that's just the way life goes, right? Hmm. Okay. Last week, uh, late last week, Troy shared with me a video. And I have to agree, there is a great deal of this video, what is spoken in the video. It's a video about this guy who's very tired of what's going on in the world and so on and so forth. He speaks with a very nice, I'm not sure if it's British or Aussie accent, but he talks about a lot of stuff and, you know, people that are always touting this, that, and another, even using V for Vendetta as, uh, as a model, but they're still not doing anything. 
but what where I parted in this was where he started pointing out people and events and other things that were hateful and that's where I had to stop this where I just became very uncomfortable with it so I'm going to address that for a moment because he started talking about hatred of others and uh, it was done actually out of ignorance because <laughs> when you start pointing to people at, pointing your finger at other people without a full understanding of what's going on um, you're really running into dangerous ground so I'm going to use one that really bugs me is when people start talking about Israel being an apartheid state and <laughs> I don't care if you're British or Australian or American or Canadian or whatever you cannot point the finger at Israel being that way in saying that you or your people have been actually pristine because if you look at the United States, Canada and let's just say all of the Americas, you look at Australia and you look at the Philippines, you look at many of these other places these places were not what you see them today the Native Americans, people that were there before the Europeans came there, whether it be Canada, United States, or even in Central and South America, these people had a different way of life. Catholicism was something that came from Rome, Italy. Uh, Christianity came from Europe, as far as the rest of the world is concerned. Okay, these are things that were forced on people. You. There were the generations before they killed the, the people that were here in an effort to conquer and to rape and pillage the land and of course they ended up doing that to the people as well. Uh, if you're not if you're going to sit up here and point the finger at Israel and saying, Oh, it's an apartheid state, well let me see the rest of the world pull out of these countries that they conquered maybe centuries ago and say, oops, we're sorry, we're going to give you your land back. You can't sit up here and say that Israel should do that, but it's actually their land. You've got the history that goes there, okay? And there are people that are living happily within Israel that are not Jewish. It doesn't matter what religion or race they are. They are other people that live there, and they're happy to live there. So it is not a Jewish state, at least not at this point. It's not a Jewish state. It just happens to be run mostly, because if you look at the Knesset, which is their version of a parliament, it, it has members of other races and religions within it. I don't know of any place in the United States that has a cabinet or uh, a Knesset, whatever, of their own native people in that land okay uh, no I'm not talking about their self-government yes they have that I mean Philippines yes okay they have Filipino people that are running the country yes Indonesia same thing uh, but I digress when I go into all of this the point basically is is 
unless you are the prime example. You've left the countries that you conquered and given it back to the people that run the land. The IMF pulls out. There is no international monetary fund running any particular country or involved in it. And the people have the freedom to say, look, we're going to go this direction. Sorry that you don't like it, but we're going this direction. And they have their freedom to do this without any international influence. Then you cannot talk about any other country and what they're doing. Okay? Now, if you like Islam and you want to be... Now, I'm not saying that all of Islam is bad. There is that radical uh, side to it. And I know some people would like to argue that there is no such thing as radical or... Uh, how should we say... Um, a calm side to Islam. I can't find the word I'm looking for at this point. But there are very kind and loving people within Islam. The problem that we have, at least in a general sense, is that we can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh, you can't look at one person and go, oh, that's a calm, kind, loving Muslim, uh, and be really assured of it, because there is no real difference in the appearance. Okay? Because we've created the war with Islam, and the radicals because of the influence of the larger more powerful countries uh, for whatever reasons that they exist whether it be oil or just looking for antiquities and stuff like that so we don't know about all of the reasons why but we created these problems because before we went into these countries we never heard too much about them, okay, other than uh, when we were doing trade back in the, uh, the was it Thomas Jefferson era uh, of trade and the growth of the United States, and uh, we ended up having to fight with them because we wanted to trade with other countries, and that became a problem. But outside of those problems, we could have left it alone and would have been just fine but we had to go oh they have oil oh they have this oh they have that so there we go again trying to take what natural resources other uh, peoples and nations have and that's how we as a nation speaking of the United States created all of the problems that we have now you can take my word for it you can go check history for yourself you don't have to take my word for it. Speaking of which, that is something that does get on my nerves on occasion. It's because I do this, I do a show with Ben Davidson usually about once, maybe twice a year. Now, Ben Davidson on the sh on his shows, he will show you in each YouTube video. He starts it off with everything that we're sharing with you is not word for word. I'm just giving you the idea. Everything that we share with you comes from sources that you can find for yourself. And he gives the link in the description section of each YouTube video. Comes from NASA, comes from RSOE, comes from wherever he's got this information from. He shares the link. When we do a show together, 
I don't share the links because we're not doing this as a proof. We're just doing this as a discussion. And some of the comments on the shows that have done with him have been very mm, negative. I'll just put it that way. And basically just saying the conversation was hogwash. Now, for those people who like doing that kind of stuff, my my question and my challenge to you is instead of giving out an emotional outburst of your disbelief either prove it prove why Ben is wrong or please be quiet breathe through your nostrils and go in a different direction this is about as nice as I'm going to make that because Ben gives his proofs you want to argue that he's incorrect so prove him incorrect or keep your comments to yourself. If you have no proofs, don't waste my time reading your comments. And matter of fact, don't even waste your time writing the comment because they're going to be ignored. Anyway, so getting back to this and just going to bring this to a close fairly soon. Uh, when I look at the world, I really don't get angry at those who are causing the problems. It may sound weird to you. I really don't. I don't get mad at the people causing the problems. I get angry or extremely frustrated because one of my friends told me last week they heard in the podcast that you get really angry or frustrated. And I go, yes, I am frustrated. The reason why I am frustrated is because there are those of us who allow these things to happen but you have the ability to stop it to change it and there's not one person that I know can stop or change any of this stuff <laughs> I think maybe it is because we all have these smartphones and we all walk around like zombies looking in our smartphones and we can't even see in front of us we can't see who's walking directly towards us until they get maybe five feet away then we have to alter our are walking because we've been looking in the cell phone too long why don't we band together why can't we get together and go enough is enough we can't do this by ourselves we can't do this with our face buried into a smartphone and with earplugs plugged in our ears listening to whatever it is we listen to and try to solve the problems of the world try to fight for what we believe should be ours instead of waiting for somebody to come along and be I am your savior Savior's not coming not unless you're one of those who just says look at the world is going down the toilet Jesus is coming soon okay fine yeah but people have been saying that for generations literally you know starting from World War one you know the world's coming to an end World War two world's coming to an end so on Cuban Missile Crisis, world's coming to an end, we're going to have nuclear war. We're still here, people, and you're still looking for a savior, and the savior is us. Our responsibility to each other is to help make this world a better place until such day that the world does end, or the world ends for us, whatever. But we're just sitting back going, I'm in my easy chair. I just want to watch the world blow up. I want to watch the world crumble away. Well, okay, fine. Natural disasters we can't change. We have to accept. We have to prepare for them. Yes. But things that we're doing to ourselves? 
Why do we think that we have the right to sit back and watch ourselves die, commit suicide? That's what we're doing. We're committing suicide by just letting these things happen. But <laughs> we don't care. We're still waiting for that savior to come along. I tried to bring people on the show to help you understand we can do something to change it. Andreas Ginnestet brought him on. He's been on here many times. How can we change the world? Here, just do this. I bring on other people. Here, just do that. And what do we do? We sit here, we listen. We continue looking at our cell phones. We continue listening to our music. We continue going to Facebook and Instagram and other things. We look at the beautiful things. And then we turn around and we complain that the world is bad. And we do nothing about it. That's my frustration. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to have to do. Maybe we should just sit back and watch each other die. Maybe we should just sit back and go, the world can't get any better. Nobody's going to do anything. Of course, you're nobody. So I guess nobody's going to do anything. Or are you a somebody? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. I still think there is a better way. Thank you for joining us for today's show. We hope you found today's show interesting and of value to your life. Please visit our website at www.kwave6, the number 6, radio.tk. That's www.kwave6radio.tk. Follow our blog titled What's new for all upcoming shows and events? You can follow us easily by clicking the RFS feed icon on the blog page or via Twitter and our Facebook page. Also visit the Freedom Talk Radio Network and SETV site at www.freedomtalkradio.co.uk for more interesting programming. Most of all, K-Wave 6 radio programs are archived in our YouTube channel. See our homepage for more information. As always, all the best. Mm -hmm.